You're listening to the Welcome to the Rebellion podcast. Hey, Jay, are you ready? Because it's time to start the show. Little intro. Welcome, everyone. I see everyone piling in and welcome wherever you're listening uh, to another edition of the Welcome to Rebellion podcast. Before I begin, gotta gotta do what I gotta do. If you want to hear more of the conversation, please check out my Patreon or become a member of the channel. That's where you get a little a little extra of the conversation that's not uh, available on the podcast or anywhere else. Um, people have been raving about all the uh, the digging deeper stuff that we've been going to. I also like to thank Nine Line Apparel. If you want to get some cool Christmas gifts for whoever, go to NineLineApparel.com and use my discount code DRUNK3PO and save 20%. Uh, they have like a Bumble uh, shirt that I that I wore to uh, <laughs> that I wore I, I wore to SeaWorld. It was a huge hit. So and actually, like one of the photographers, like took a <laughs> took a photo with me in front of Bumble. It was uh, it's pretty pretty funny. Um, so my guest this evening is someone that uh, we we were like uh, playing like phone tag, and I finally was able, finally after a Mario Kart stream, we played Mario Kart together, was able to get him on. So um, he's all the way from Brazil in a different time zone. Would you please welcome Dan Vask to the podcast? Hello, Dan. Hey, it's nice to be here, finally. Wearing a tank top. And before I begin, uh, I'm just going to do this. I normally don't do this on the podcast, but I see a lot of new people here. I just want to say hi to everyone in the chat. If you have any questions for Dan, I'll try to get to most of them as much as I can. And uh, I see everyone. I, I see so I see Anna's here and Rachel and Ors and... Rido and so where is where is Gina? Where is Gina? I thought she she was going to be I here. Knew that's, that's I knew why it. I knew I knew we couldn't resist. I knew that's, we couldn't resist. That's why I came. After all, where where is Gina? <laughs> She's right there. She's uh in the, in the picture behind me. What? You yeah. fooled me. <laughs> she's out. Uh, you she's lied out, to me. She's out uh, making movies. You know, in case you're listening and not seeing this on YouTube, he's. Talking about Gina Carano. Yeah, that's all. You know. And here we have it. Also, if you're watching this live, he's showing his feet to everyone in the chat. There you go. That's how it is. Chris Coran for $2 says, Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. And D-Day Dire Wolf says, Hey, the guy is an amazing cosplayer. Hey, so, you know. Hey, you said it. D-Day Dire Wolf. I had a lot of practice. Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Proud of you. I had a Proud lot of, of practice. Uh, reading, I had a lot of practice reading his name, so it's, it's pretty cool. Also, thank you for the super sticker. Bunch of hearts. So, you know. Hey, <laughs> People I'm are saying, are you going to leave now that Gina's not here? Are you going to leave? I, I, I'm thinking about it. I'm really upset <laughs> and disappointed, and I feel... I, I feel I was fooled. Well, I did. Uh, I'll work something out. I get you. Uh, <laughs> I'll get you. Uh, how about an autograph Lego? I'll, I'll do one of those. An autograph Lego. Yeah. Well, 
that's a that's a good way of apologizing. Giving someone a a toy. Awesome. Is it? Is this signed for Joey? Uh no, no. That, that's those, those are the ones I'm just keeping for myself. So <laughs> that, those are valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you don't know who this person is online with me, his name is Dan Vasque from Brazil. And tell us a little bit about yourself, my friend. Well, who are you? Why are you here? What what uh, what do you do? Like what? I what, uh... I am a Brazilian singer and composer. Nowadays, I do more covers than my own stuff, but I do compose as well. And I I normally do heavy metal covers on YouTube, which is my my general quarters, so so to speak. It's my main platform, youtube.com slash Dan Vass, already plugging it there without your permission. Yeah. And okay. <laughs> thank you. And I'm also a business owner. And I yeah, that's it. You may do it. Now I I uh the first time I heard you sing was the song Toss a Coin. Toss a coin to the witcher. To your witcher. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the case of a lot of people that are on my channel. That song was was something awesome. That was that was a, a combination of really, really like me being so so desperate to make something work with a little bit of good timing. And when I oh, saw wait, so before that song was released, your YouTube channel wasn't like I had about 70,000 70, subs. Still pretty big. That's still yeah, but it took me like just so everyone knows in the chat, he has about over a half a million now so yeah we know. we're almost at six hundred thousand. that's that's pretty cool i'm very grateful for yeah, that yeah that's it so you were about seventy thousand subs and how long did you have your channel for almost almost 10 years 10 years yeah i created my channel in 2006 i posted my first video in 2010. wow and Good it was music. It was a Dragon Force singer audition. <laughs> yeah. It was an audition to be the singer of Dragon Force. And it sucked. That, yeah. but, it, but it's still there. Don't say yeah. Don't agree. How dare you? Yeah, no. It's like it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. No, but you I can't agree. You. It's, it's, it's bad. But I, 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 I leave it there because I... I love it. I'm proud of where I started. And it's also good to show it to the to the unfortunate people who call me lucky or talented or, or privileged and, and that sort of stuff. So yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It's a good thing to have to to counterfeit those arguments. I mean, I it but is that the biggest viewed video Thanks, on your Anna. channel? What? Tossa Quinture Witcher? Yeah. It is. It is over, I think, 22 million. Uh, last time I checked, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. O over 20 million. Yeah, 20 over million. And was that something. the, uh, like, when you, when, you when you released that, how, when did it start, like, when did it start climbing? The day after. 
between my subs, it, it was already making a lot of success. People were loving it. But then people from, from outside of my sphere started to discover it. And they started to check the whole channel. And I knew, I absolutely knew that would happen. Because at the end of that video, I, I mentioned the new subscribers. And I addressed them, the, the new subscribers on my channel. And I never do that. But that video, I knew that it would bring a lot of new people. And it was, it was, it wasn't a, a, a lucky thing. Yeah. I absolutely knew what I was doing. And I, I, I seized the opportunity. I knew as soon as I first heard that song on, on the show, The Witcher, I said to myself, it, it was two, I, a couple days, a few days after it was released. And I said, everybody on YouTube and their grandmas will cover this song. I need to That's be true. fast. I need to be fast. And I was, I, I was, I was fast, man. I never produced a, a song that good in such a short amount of time. I was like, I was only leaving the, the, the studio to sleep and to go to the bathroom. I spent like five straight days inside the studio, just sometimes with with tears in my eyes because I could listen to the to the fireworks from New Year's Eve outside and everyone's wow. having fun with my families and I I was inside the studio hearing the fireworks outside and wanting to be there with my family with my friends having fun and I I remember I had tears in my eyes when when I heard the New Year's Eve fireworks, but but I said to myself, ah, I I that would be worth it. I bet it would it will be worth it. I'm sure it will, and it was. And, yeah, and talk you, about dedication. I didn't know you would film that like you were record film that you were recording that. Oh, and film over the yeah. holiday season. Now New Year's is uh, that's a it's a big. I mean, it's big all over the world, but. Yeah, Brazil, yeah. It's uh it was right after Christmas that I saw the episode. And then you just immediately was like, I got to get this done. Immediately I stopped whatever I was doing and went to the studio. And immediately when I heard the song, the metal version came to my head. Yeah. It played it played on my head immediately. I thought this is so heavy metal. It's just missing the guitars. I will fix it. I put on some guitars in there. <laughs> that's and yeah see that's the thing that a lot of people need to hear it's not like you just wake up and go oh i'm gonna go sing a song today and it'll yeah. get 20 million views on oh, youtube no. yeah that's um, what that's what people see that's the part of the iceberg that people can 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 see with their naked eye they don't see the rest the the grinding the 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 tears the sweat and the it blood. Took you the, how many days? Five days. Five days. You gave up sleep. You gave up. You gave up partying. You gave up a New Year's yeah. celebration. And I you, saw that whatever saw it that. was, and then you were just kind of like, you got it uploaded, and you were just like, click. Ah, <sighs> yeah. 
and then, then, but, and then the next but it doesn't page. end. It does. It doesn't end when you upload. You know that you're on oh, YouTube, yeah. and you need to hype it up on social yeah. media and read the comments to see how you're doing and if people are liking it and you respond to some. It's it. Yeah, it's a whole journey. But yeah, I saw the the whole holiday thing as an actual advantage that mm. I needed to take because I thought those huge YouTubers. Those huge guys with a lot of money in their bank accounts, they will never, they must be watching this right now too, but they will never let go of their families, let go of their friends, of their New Year's Eve parties to go work. I will. I can do that because I'm small. I have nothing to lose. I'm, I'm, I'm alone. I don't, don't have a, uh, I'm not married. No, don't, don't have kids. Don't have anyone to, to to take care of. I can't afford this. I have nothing to lose. So yeah, that I saw that as, as a huge opportunity because those big YouTubers, they, they, I knew they wouldn't be willing to, to work on the holidays. And I think that's such an important lesson for people that have a passion or a dream or a goal or whatever. It's like, you got, you can't stop. Like it, you, you have, especially. I, your point is is amazing. I'm gonna get to super chats in just a second, um, but your point is so critical. It's um, because of the business that you're in, as far as YouTube. I can't stress enough for anybody else that's on YouTube. If you're not first, you're dead last. <laughs> yeah, getting out cover <laughs> songs. Like I know my channel is like a news channel and. So it's like, you know, a lot of people, co we cover the same, a lot of the same stuff, but still, if you're like the last person to get it out, nobody, uh, nobody, you got to build a, build a, a really special fan base. Um, Absolutely. To deal with it because it, it's, it, it is, it's a grind. It's, it's tough. Like, like this, it took me four and a half months to even launch this podcast and it's not it's like i had to make sure everything was ready to go you know i had to make sure i knew a, a little bit of what i was doing where i was going to launch it where i was going to put it how i was going to do this what kind of guests what kind of theming i must have went through like 20 different anyway it was just like um you know it's still it was still like um i could i i had to turn the tv off i had to turn a lot of things off i had to turn off you know, right. I love playing video games too, like everybody else, but you have to like stop it and just, you know, work. Like last night I was up till 4 a.m. You know, I played like Mario Golf with uh, Kristen and them and I was so tired, but I went to bed. <laughs> but I remember uh, I have a book coming out next year and I have deadlines. Really? Yeah. And it's it's been like two years. That's awesome. It, totally. What is it about? Five years. Oh, we'll get to that in just a second. But first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Elmo Prime for $5. Jay is better looking than Dan, spends more time on his hair. Uh, and Dan spends more time on his hair than Miss Piggy. But Elmo still loves Dan. Thank you for the hey. $5. Uh, you don't have to answer this. Uh, Mr. Grant Gregory for two. Dan, awesome meeting you yesterday before Comics Edition stream. Hey, it was awesome, um, man. It was awesome meeting you too. And uh, X-Wing for $5. No need to read, just support. I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, Shannon has a question for you. Where'd you learn to sing? And we'll get to that right after. Let me just catch up here. And my good friend, George, thank you so much for the $50 George. super chat. Yeah, there it is. 
All hail Dan Vaskin, drunk three PO, two of my greatest greatest guys on YouTube. All hail George. We're gonna Thanks, we're gonna work man. out the date after Thanksgiving. He's gonna be on the podcast as well. Awesome. There's a lot of things to. Uh, I love his channel. His channel is awesome. Um. Yeah. Freaking amazing what he's done and radio. My dear friend, radio makes that song even more special. The Witcher song is how I came to know of Dan and his music. Epic Steve? backstory. Um, Thank that's you. That's the thing. Look at all the Georges, all the Georges in the chat. But Shannon had a question <laughs> for you. Where'd you learn to sing? Yeah, that's I. I could. I could maybe write a book answering that question. It's not. It's not easy. It's not easy to answer. It's not. A single place or a single action I took or a, a single secret I I discovered is just there are no shortcuts. Just I mean, did you start like just years of lessons? A lot of people have a practice. story where like I started singing in church as a kid, or oh, yeah, I, I can tell you how I started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that? Yeah, I start. I started precisely on church. Yeah, I, oh, in church. Okay, that's, that's yeah. a lot of people's backstory. Believe it or not. Yeah, th there's this thing about churches that they 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 push you to to do a lot of stuff that you wouldn't do otherwise. It's awesome, it, and it was my case because I I grew up on on a Methodist church. I still consider myself a Methodist. I'm uh, I'm, I'm a Christian, and it, it, you have this these groups though these music groups on on church that people could be part of. And I was part of one, started singing backing vocals on on the service before the actually before the service would start. There used to be music, and you know how it is. People Christians in the chat know how it is. You you have music in the services, and, oh, yeah. and members of the church are are part of the of the music groups that play on those services and i was part of it that's how i started it was a pretty awesome time it was it was where i met my bandmates gabriel my guitarist look at that yeah and all metalheads on church how cool is that <laughs> <laughs> in church on church i never know the difference uh you said it right in church i'm in if church yeah i was in church singing i was in church singing. your english is very good my friend so don't thanks thanks you, you know. make fun of it anyway so. uh it's just for entertainment <laughs> i know i'm kidding so you so you got your bandmates together from church and you guys just got together and you just started just started yeah. singing let's rock it let's play some metal we started with a with a more pop rock band back in the day that would only play Christian music, but we got out of that pretty quick because I uh, I don't see music as something that can have a religion. Of oh, this this kind of music is Christian. This kind of music is secular. I don't see it like that. It's just the same thing attributing religion to a chair or or a desk or something. People are Christians and aren't Christians. Music is a reflection of the people who 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 make it. And music will respond to 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 its creator. So yeah, I I think whatever music you, you make, if it talks about yeah. God or not, if you're if you're a Christian, it will resonate with with oh, the man, spiritual for, world for sure. I have a piano back here, and for years, uh, 
I actually, awesome. actually still kind of do. I play the piano in church, and uh, well, now I play. Uh, well, it, it, it's not as normal as it used to be because of the pandemic and everything. But we used to pay, play a lot at this nursing home, awesome. and uh, yeah, they they wanted a. It's kind of sad. Like uh, it's a nursing home, and and they were they they kept taking out like ads and stuff and just saying we just want someone to come and play some hymns like on a sunday for these people you know it's like 40 45 people they They put an ad on they were like out there yeah or something well they sent they sent feelers out to other churches and they were just kind of like the pastors and stuff were like does anybody have any extra time on sunday that that could play an instrument that want to go and you know and i'm like no one's doing this for these these people like and it and it was and so me and my buddies we just we just went and did all the every sunday they're like what do you guys want to hear everybody amazing grace i guess because they knew they were getting ready to see jesus soon so they were ready to say <laughs> like our time is Makes almost sense. up here let's uh <laughs> let's make sense no, it was it was um it was uh it's 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 i love it you know they 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 all came out and um I guess my way of giving back and um that's awesome it doesn't take a lot of time and energy and and you just kind of people and it must it be was fun. just a need that needed to be filled you know i don't i don't you know i don't want to spend too much time on it but like that no that's uh, great that's super cool for how long do you play i've been playing the piano for over 20 years like awesome so and That's then awesome. we, I used to, I used to be a piano teacher on the side. So I taught. Dude, we, I, I'm going to put you on the spot here live. We should do something on a meetup like piano and voice. Well, I'm coming to Brazil next year. Yeah. But on a, on a, on an actual on a live stream or no, no, on a meetup. Well, on, if I come to a... Brazil and meet you, then we'll do it. But I mean, uh, oh, I, you I mean, mean like, like, uh, like so like F- if you come an to FNT, America, an FNT meetup yeah, yeah, or a yeah, Geeks yeah. and Gamers meetup, like we we have a big like just a, a big live show thing with piano and voice. A, a simple setup is easy to do, easy to do, cheap. Oh, I'd I'd love to do that. It'd be hilarious. Yeah, I do, we it do. before my live streams. I I have an alter ego named uh, Redbone Jenkins, <laughs> and before my Saturday, not all of them, but uh, we I'll play like. I'll play like some old pop songs and stuff like that. Exactly. So. We can do some 80s classics, some 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 power ballads. Oh, dude, I yeah, I just, all I like all I need is the chords, man. I'm ready to go. So That's awesome. That'd be Let's uh, go. <laughs> That's that's how it'll be. Listen, Nick for $5 says Jay, it's my wife's uh Tanya. Did I say that right? Birthday. She's watching. Say happy birthday. Well, do you want do you want us to sing? You want us to sing happy birthday? Nick, oh will, that, will that work? This can go very, very wrong, but let's do it. <laughs> All right, I'll start. I'll start. <laughs> me, 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 me. Happy birthday to, to you. you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Are we happy even synced? Birthday, birthday, dear, dear Tanya. Tanya. Happy, Happy birthday, 
I have to watch this later that's, and see. That should be worth if we, more. If we were synced. That should be worth worth more than five bucks. That's all I'm saying. Uh, my man says for Gina dollar. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, everybody. Uh, Megan is here. Says hi, Dan and Jay. Beyond belief is my favorite cover. My dad always listened to Petra when I was growing up. It's very nostalgic for me. So. How got a lot of fans that? that love that resonate with different um different songs that you sing. Do you know, you know? Petra? Do I know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know I sang with the with John Chalit. No, I didn't know that. You didn't <sighs> You need to That's watch, why we're here watch today. that video. You need to watch that video later. You will uh, your mind will explode. That's pretty cool, man. It's John Chalit at 70 years old singing with me that was the guy that made me decide to become a professional singer really the first time i heard petra was they they i was already late to the game i my my first album was already jekyll and hyde their last album so i heard that album it's their heaviest album and it, it, it went well with me because i was starting to to get into heavier stuff and I heard that the, the title song, Jekyll and Hyde. I heard that man's voice and I said, I will learn how to do that. I must learn how to do that. And that was the guy that made me decide. That's, that's do pretty what incredible. What I do now. And I sang with him. Was that an awesome experience for you? That was the best experience. It's yeah. it's it's not even by far the the most watched video on my channel, but to me it's the most important ever. Mm. It's like my 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 favorite of all time. My favorite moment of my entire career was that video. So that I was gonna ask you like one of your yeah. greatest personal achievements, and that would be that would be it. Oh yeah, that. That's kind of a, there, there are types of achievements. That's kind of my selfish mm -hmm. achievement because it's something that only makes a difference to me, that only benefits me. It's something that means a lot to me. Of course, people can listen to the song and, and benefit from it, but I feel it's something more to me. It, it was a selfish thing. Yeah, let me, let me ask you this question. We'll get back to that. Um... What I've learned and seen in my many years of life, I, I didn't start learning the piano until I was uh, a little bit older. Uh, we couldn't afford music lessons growing up and stuff. So when I got older, I was just like, that's something I wanted to learn. And same with me. I played the piano. I played the piano. Uh, my favorite was I'd always, there was always this, um, there's this one place that had a grand piano, not a baby grand, but a grand piano. It was really long. And uh, I was I played at someone really special to me, uh's funeral. And I never played a grand piano before. And it was just like <laughs> one of the coolest things I ever uh you know experienced. But 
when you when you do music in front of people, whether it's in church, whether it's uh, you know in different uh, funerals, different places, or even just for fun, it's amazing how music impacts people's motivation, their emotions. It impacts where they could be. Um, on the brink of suicide and a song could pull them out where I I've, I've heard that and read that uh, before. And it also can trigger some of the most amazing memories that people have collected um, in their lifetime, memories with their mom, memories with their wife, memories with their children, memories. And it's just like, I, I, you know, go, it's it's just so cool going on road trips, and then all of a sudden you got the radio on, and then that one song hits you like, oh snap, you know, and uh, everybody's just yeah. like booming and and like doing their, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everyone's just doing their absolutely, thing, and you're absolutely. just like, it's just amazing the the gift of music to to some what it does to uh, to people. And imagine mm-hmm. someone like you. Do you ever under do you ever understand? Uh, the gift that you're giving to so many people because Ugh. unlike podcasts, unlike doing news videos, unlike going to, it's just, it, there's something about music that. <laughs> yeah, there's actually you empirical, know? there's actually empirical data on, on bodybuilding mm. that while you work out, if you do work out, by uh, while you're listening to music that you like, there's actually a 10% of improvement on your performance during the workout. Yeah, but how does it feel to know that you're a part of changing someone's life? Yeah, it's song insane. That you recorded? Well, Have uh, you ever gotten emails or comments or? Yeah. Or like, like, oh man, I was, yeah, I was all the down, time. like, like, something happened and now your song just brought life. And I, I'll Absolutely. tell you what, at least for me, um, that song, the kiss from a rose, man, that, um, that is one of my all time favorite songs. And like to hear your cover, it was like, it just brought back like awesome shields of, of memories. <laughs> so yeah, it's weird. It's weird to me. I receive those messages. I receive those comments and, and people approach me sometimes on the street and, and say things similar to that. And it's, and it's very weird to me because my primary motivation is selfish. And I'm very unapologetic about that. Mm-hmm. My primary motivation with music is selfish because I enjoy doing that. And, he, and it was the only thing in life that I that I tolerate doing enough for me to be good at it. It's one of the few things in life that I tolerate the grind necessary in order to be good at it. I I didn't fit with any quote-unquote normal job. I never liked anything else that I, that I did for money. So it's primarily a selfish thing. It's the only thing I can stand to make a living of. So to hear that, that my selfish thing, the li- my little thing, 
that I do for myself also benefits people that much. I think it's it's amazing. It's it's incredible. It's a, uh, an awesome <laughs> bonus. <laughs> it's an awesome bonus. I I think I think so. How? And then it started to to uh, I started to have that in mind more. Hey, I can actually do stuff for people with this. Yeah. I don't want people to. I don't want you to think, or or people at home to think that I'm a complete asshole that doesn't care about anybody. <laughs> but maybe my first, by maybe <laughs> no. my my primary motivation was selfish. But when I noticed that, hey, people really benefit from that. People really like that. I started to have that more in mind. And what I started to do was I started to choose to pick a little bit better the lyrics that I was saying and the types of songs that I was saying, because I was, I used to sing about anything and, and songs that would relish on self pity and those freaking new metal ballads that, uh, eh, that it's all crying. <laughs> I, I stopped singing that stuff. Sometimes I, I sing one or another, but I try to focus more on things that make you feel strong, mm. not things that make you feel weak. That to me, that's what music's for. Is to uh, that that word is so cringe nowadays. It's so misused. But things that actually empower you, things that actually give you power. I try to uh, focus I, on I that. Um, yeah, we need to take words back, yeah, right? We need yeah, to take yeah. the words back from the weirdos. Start using the, those words again in an actual good, not cringy sense. <laughs> Damn, what? Uh, and then I'm gonna get to uh, I'll get to some some more super chats in just a second. Thank you guys for being here and being extremely generous today. Um, did you ever have like a big big setback in life? Like, was it? Oh uh, man. Was it poverty, family troubles? Was it just, was it? I think uh, just some as... people that I, I've talked to, like, oh, I was homeless. I was this. I was uh, depressed. I was struggling with this. Uh, what, well, you know what I mean? Like, did you ever have something that you felt was a. Yeah, I had. I, I'm pretty generically predisposed to depression and anxiety. And I had a, a, a serious. Uh, um, it was. 2014 ish 2014 and 15 i was it was my worst phase of of my depression but i don't even consider that a setback because i mm. feel i feel like that was the best thing that ever happened to me is to mm. is to go that low because when you go that low you there's no other way you can go from there except up. Some people don't go up. They stay. They stay because that's yeah. something I tweeted about the other day and it got people mad. Victimhood has its benefits. Of that course it does. Big time benefits. benefits. Yeah. Big time benefits. And that, that keeps people... When you feed that, when someone uses a victimhood towards you, to try to get some, uh, I shouldn't say sympathy because sympathy is a good thing, but to try to get some pity out of you. If you think that you're actually not doing that person a favor, you're not helping them. 
You say you're telling people that they're perfect the way they are. Everyone is beautiful. You you are perfect the way they are. You don't need to improve. No. When you tell that to someone who 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 is having crap, serious crap in life. I'm I'm doing a real conscious effort to not swear here on your show. I said, but, be but, yourself, man. Be yourself. <laughs> You're doing great. But, You're doing great. Thanks. Be yourself. But, be yourself. When when you tell that to someone who's at the lowest, who's at the bottom, like you're doing them no favors, because you are telling them that it's okay to be miserable, it's okay to be unhappy and unfulfilled and to live a meaning meaningless life, and it's not. It's not okay. It's not normal. And you shouldn't consider that normal. You shouldn't be con contempt and satisfied with that. So don't tell people that. Don't tell people that they're fine the way they are. Don't tell people that they're beautiful the, the way they are. Don't tell them that. Tell them about their potential. Yes. Tell them about they what they can do. Not about not don't try them, don't try to make them comfortable with misery with unhappiness people are supposed to be un to be uncomfortable with those with those things that's a that's your de defense that's your brain's defense to having a shitty life you're supposed to not enjoy it that's how you get better well that's that the thing sense? if it, it's the old saying if it was easy everyone could do it but that's the issue. No matter what you want to accomplish in life, um, it ain't. It's not easy, and it's 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 difficult. But the journey is beautiful. Yeah, uh, the journey is, and I and I I couldn't agree more. It's 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 trying to help people under. My thing is, it's like trying to let people know that they have value, and when they believe in their heart that they have value. And I, I, this is just me, because this is what I needed. So I'm only talking about my own personal experience. Like, like, like I said, it was a point in my life where I felt I had no value for anything, and and it's so it's really important for me to shout it from the rooftop that everybody has a value, and everybody was born on this earth to do something of value, and we rate that so terrible in the human experience. It's like. People, people rate their value on likes, on social media stuff, on um, all kind, like what other people say about them and and things like that. They they rate they rate that stuff, and yeah, that's the worst thing. <laughs> it's the worst oh, yeah. thing you could do because it it'll never be enough if you rate yourself on stuff like that. It'll just it'll just never be enough. Oh, dude, especially so. for people who work with with the internet, like us, people who actually do that for a living. It's like, I was, I was watching an interview with Christopher Lee. Oh my God. People like Sir Christopher Lee are dearly missed in Hollywood nowadays. Mm. He said something that a lot of actors and a lot of public people, a lot of, a lot of celebrities need to hear. The worst thing an actor can do is to believe his own publicity. Mm. So I actually you, I know that quote. Yeah, it's a great quote. It is. So it is a great quote. So the biggest mistake you can do as a somewhat public person, 
someone who is on social media and someone who do something online that people admire. Is to start to believe those overly emotional, positive comments that people leave you. And of course, we appreciate it. And mm. we, we get the love and we appreciate it. But man, if you start rating yourself based on that, if you start believing that too literally, it's a, it's a bottomless hole. It's, and it's very easy to get out of it. Yeah, but for your, for your own self, though, you wanted, you wanted this thing to uh, be successful. Absolutely. Like you, you, I, you, it, this was like, I refuse because I ain't going back to work. <laughs> yeah, I burned, I burned all the bridges. It's I like, made... this has got to work for me. So yeah, I... everything that I have, every, every, whatever I have is going into this because I believe in it. Number one, it's got to work or I'm going to, you know, hey, what if it didn't work? Where would you, where would you be? It isn't an option. There was no option. It isn't an option. You need to give yourself no option. Mm. I mean, don't you, be responsible. Don't be, don't do something reckless. Be smart about it. Be reasonable. Okay. But try your best to don't leave yourself any, any, any choices and burn the bridges. When I left uh, yeah. college, when I burn left business boat. college. Yeah. That video you did. Yeah. When yeah. I when I left college, there's an option. Where, I don't know how 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 the word is in English, but there's an option where you you can keep like your your spot um, reserved for you on college, for if you want to take a break for one a, a couple of semesters. But I I didn't do that when I left college. I said no. I want to cancel my my. I, I don't know the word. I want to cancel me being on college. <laughs> I, mm. I will not be go coming back. I don't want to have the option to come back. And I, I informed my parents. I didn't ask them for permission. I informed them after I did that. And, and it's easier to ask for, to, to apologize and to ask permission. <laughs> and... <laughs> But one week later, one week after that, that I left college, I was already making money with music. I was already making a significant amount of money with music by giving lessons. So mm. uh, my, my parents saw that I was serious about it. it wasn't, I wasn't leaving college just to, to party or to, to be lazy and stay at home. I, I, I was serious about the music thing. So I think that's important to, to the young people that are, that are listening to us, like, Respect your parents. You, you, you don't. Sometimes you need to go your own way, in my opinion. But respect your parents. Make them feel comfortable with your, your with your decisions. Make do what you can to to make them them feel that you are safe, that you are making the right choices, and you're not some crazy idiot doing whatever, being impulsive and stuff. I mean. 600,000 YouTube subscribers later. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever, I wish did my you ever think you'd be that. like, uh, you know, you don't have to get into specifics or anything. Did you ever think like YouTube was the way to make a living? 
Yeah. I know it's not the only thing that you do, but I'm just saying, like, was that part of the process? You're like, we're going to put this out? No, yeah. And, I was uh, very okay. I was very intentional. So that was part of the plan as well. Like, YouTube was. was part of the plan. It was. I was very intentional. And people often ask me on interviews or, or, in, or in conversations, hey, did you have any idea that this would happen? And I could lie and be all humble to you and say, I didn't have any idea this would happen. Yeah, but, but that I, was part I, of the goal. Yeah. I need to... I. I need to tell the truth. I knew that this would happen. I, I not only knew this would happen, but I also planned this to happen. And it happened as I planned. It wasn't luck. It isn't privilege or talent or some inborn arbitrary trait like that. It was a lot of will and planning and, and being being humble enough to to listen to the right people and not listening to the wrong people. But it was a lot of hard work. Yeah. Uh, hard yeah. hard work is also smart work. What some people yeah, don't, yeah. don't get is that. Because otherwise I could just go down here and do 20 push-ups and hey, now you give now you owe me money. It's not how yeah, it works. Yeah. You need to actually do smart work as well and do stuff that is valuable for people and people will start giving that value back that is uh that's a that's a great statement do smart work yeah do and work i know i sound like spending time on twitter doesn't give you anything back dude <laughs> i uninstalled i uninstalled twitter from my phone i did the same thing really and, and yeah, it's great. If, if it's on, if i'm on my desktop i'll have it up just to check on like current events or like what my friend or like what we had a little interaction like kind of funny and yeah. uh but I, had, I was just in front of the computer but once i once i walk away it's like it it got too habit forming of um just that's it constantly exactly scrolling right. and fighting and you have you know. it with you all the time. Yeah. it's That's not good for you. I, I'm not saying people should stop using Twitter. It would be great. It, a lot of people would. <laughs> but let's go slow. D first, uninstall Twitter from your phone, and you'll see what a difference it will make in your life. You'll still go on Twitter to sh check your DMs, check your, your mentions and, and stuff, but you will be more intentional about it hey now i will check twitter it's my it's the time to do that you don't have that with you that thing with you wherever you go because that's what happens when you have it on your cell phone and it's horrible you don't want twitter with you everywhere you go trust me ah uh, yeah it's uh it's not a fun not place good. let me get some super chats nick says wow jay that was awesome thanks man that's why people love you pal thank you so much nick you're uh, welcome nick i think I think his as wife well. said something as well. Dr. Okay. Rachel had a question for 20. Thank you so much. Hail Jay and Dan. I found Dan's channel through his NSP covers. Really? And stayed for all the 80s classic. Dan, please talk about your music journey. What kind of music did you grow up with? And how mm. did you get introduced to metal? So think about that question as I catch up on some of these super chat. This is Mrs. Nero says... Thank you. Singing happy birthday to me. That was great. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for the $5. And X-Wing again for 5 There's also a correlation between memory and music and Alzheimer's patients. Playing in old folks' homes is an awesome experience. Gotta be live. Uh, one day, awesome. maybe, if they would let me, like, turn on the live stream, I probably would. But, you know, 
I, I don't know. Uh, Orsboard for $5 says, be dope if I could afford Dan to come sing at my wedding. He'll do it for free. Mad respect to what oh, you man. do, brother Dan. Uh, he's in you. Chicago. Thank you very it'll much. Be, Thank it'll you very be, much. Oh, I hate singing at wed weddings. I hate singing at weddings. There you go. I guess, I guess yeah. you're out. Uh, Megan, again, for five. <laughs> I work with kids on the autism spectrum and have found that classical music helps calm and focus them. Pretty uh, awesome. Pretty amazing. So it going is. back to Dr. Rachel's question, she was like, how did how did you get into? Let me pull it up here real quick again. I got it. Yeah, here it is. The question was, Dan, please talk about your music journey. What kind of music did you grow up with and how did you get introduced to metal? Well, the first part of the que of the question, I I always liked music since I can remember. There are tapes in 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 my mother's place where she and my father recorded me singing even before I could speak. They, like I was singing like stuff they couldn't understand because I couldn't speak, but so I, I was already trying to sing. So I always enjoyed singing. I always always enjoyed music and the the type the type of music I used to listen is the stuff my my parents listened to. A lot of Christian music, some classical music, and the stuff they would play on church, and of course cartoon music oh, yeah, and, yeah. and the stuff that would be on TV. And what I used to do. I, I would wait for my favorite cartoon to to go on TV and I had this tape recorded that I would like stick it on the uh, on the the sound thing of the TV and record the the introductions of my favorite cartoons and then I would listen back to that it was so bad quality and it, it was tape it was a record uh, a tape recorder and I was recording from the TV like just manually like that and so it was horrible i i found some of those tapes recently maybe i should post some of them yeah it's always so, good to see the journey you know yeah yeah and then when, when i was a little bit older i i was like about 12 or 13 my father gifted me with a harmonica and i signed i, I started to play with it like at home, I used to bring it to school. <laughs> I was talking to a childhood friend of mine the other day, and she she was telling me how she remembers of me playing the harmonica after school, and then passing like passing my shoe over, asking people for change for me to buy <laughs> to, <laughs> to buy snacks. <laughs> Whatever worked, man. Whatever worked. Yeah. Man. So then when did metal yeah. come into your life? And then metal came into my life with a band called Oficina G3. It's a Brazilian Christian heavy metal band. And it was like my first contact with heavy music, with rock music. Then it was like I, I started liking heavier and heavier and heavier stuff until I about... 18 years old in the army, I started to listen to power metal. And it was when I really found myself, those power metal bands like Dragon Force, Avantasia, Blind Guardian, Rhapsody of Fire, and later more traditional stuff like 
Man of War, except Iron Maiden. I I found my 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 niche, my subgenre there. It's it's so it sounds so manly and noble and <laughs> and it, yeah, it's like there's a quote from 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 Homer that is that is something like <clears throat> noble and he describes what what he thinks music should be. And he, he talks about noble and manly music that it should inspire men to do great deeds. Mm. <clears throat> and to me, that's a, the exact description of that kind of heavy metal. Something that pumps you and, and, and it gets you, it, it motivates you to just do epic stuff. Stuff you can work out to. That's what, yeah. that's what we were talking about, how it affects yeah. your emotions, your mood. Yeah, uh, and it memories. can affect you negatively too. That's yeah. why I started what I was talking about. Uh, I started to choose better the kind of lyrics that I would sing about. I don't want to sing about stuff that involves self pity and complaining and whining. Yeah, and oh, poor me, my girl left me. Oh, I'm uh, please forgive me. People, people ask me to to cover a song called "She's Gone," and it, it's a uh, I. I, I, I <laughs> I forgot the name of the band, dude. You know, she's gone. Yeah. Out of my life. Damn, it's such a such a beta male song. But <laughs> it's uh, like musically it's it's great. It has those really high notes that I could really like show off my 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 voice, but I refuse to do it, man, because those lyrics like uh, I I refuse to 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 believe a a heterosexual male with the least amount of sanity would actually sing that to another person would actually say that to a woman don't do that have a little bit of self love I I could actually make a I I thought about that I I think I'm actually gonna do it she's gone cover non simp version I think. <laughs> And I think a lot of people will be pissed, but that makes it even better. But oh. I think I, I think I'll change the lyrics and like sing it like an alpha male would, and say stuff like, "Hey, I don't care. I'm already dating another." <laughs> All right, so I, I want to make it really funny and and but at the same time sound really, hey, I don't care. If you if you wouldn't give me your phone. And I were to look at your playlist. What what uh, what are uh, like? I'll tell you. I'll tell you mine. You probably no one will probably sure. ever guess this. Um, so this uh, this is this was my playlist that I made because I had I was I was spending a lot of time in the car <laughs> driving uh, these past few days. So um, for some reason, I've got "Ordinary World" by Duran Duran. <laughs> Don't dream it's okay. over by Sixpence on the Richer. Richer, I'm still standing by Elton John. Uh, Blinding lights, y'all know who y'all know who sings that. Uh, Paradise City by Guns N' Roses, and a bunch of Fifty Cent songs. And uh, <laughs> wait, I have Levitating. I don't know why I have that one on there. <laughs> um, talking to the Moon. And astronaut in the ocean. I think that's like uh, I put some workout. Some of those music's I listen to, dude. That's actually so to. you. That's yeah, so you. It's, it's like a, it's, uh, it's just a, such a crazy. And then for some reason, 
Uh, I have seven Bobby Brown songs, like right after all that. <laughs> Do you have yeah. a history? Like, is that a history from uh, your your latest, the latest songs you heard? So, like, all like I take stuff from iTunes, and then I just kind of right. throw it in like uh, something I just want to listen to while I'm driving, or yeah, something, use... you know. And then I'll add a couple, <laughs> a couple songs. I'm like, I might be at the gym at this hotel as I was staying in a lot of resorts. And so I was like, let me throw in a couple things, you know, when I go to the gym. So interesting. Such so a wide range of <laughs> I'm like you're looking working at, out. Do I? Do are you working out? Oh yeah. Really? For how long? That's uh, awesome. Six years. So you don't so you 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 don't do really heavy bodybuilding i used stuff. to not so much okay. i used to be 315 pounds man i've lost i'm down to like uh i think uh i think i'm at 265 now so i right. was heavy man i was a big round man like it that's was, interesting was, that's yeah. interesting yeah i'm i'm really i'm really hardcore about it i i've been for the for i used the last to be i used to be months. like i used to be like you know And But now regardless. I'm kind of like I walk a lot now because of my job, like going to the theme parks and and all that stuff. But uh, I loved like, oh, man, I just I just love food. And so <laughs> and the last time I was working out with heavy weights, I really uh, like two years ago, my shoulder, man, I just did something where they just couldn't make it feel uh, right. So I started exercising with like uh, bands like those exercise bands. Really oh, those cool. are awesome. Those are oh, awesome. You, yeah, you know who recommends I mean. bands? Mm. Sylvester Stallone recommends bands. So bands yeah, are good in my book. So it's like, you know. But yeah, it's great. It's great. You, you oh, what's, can, don't don't divert never... the question. I want to know. Okay. I want to know the plays. I know there's Backstreet Boys on there. I know there's uh, NSYNC no, on there. I know there's I, Britney. There actually is Backstreet Boys. See, I freaking knew it. Uh, I want it that way. <laughs> From the back, but okay. I was listening to some stuff right before we went live. So the latest stuff I I've listened to, I use YouTube Music because I I have yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I have premium. YouTube Music too. Yeah, yeah, I have YouTube Premium. It kind of sucks, but since I'm already paying for that, I was listening to a, a heavy metal compilation of Lord of the Rings music, mm. and. Let's see more stuff here. A heavy metal version of My Heart Will Go On from a band called Battle Dragon because I'm actually thinking about doing one of my own. Wow. And let's see. Let's check my history. What have you been listening to? Okay, library. Where is history? Recent activity. There is Ghost Lights by Avantasia. Wolf Totem by The Who. Do you know that mm. band from Mongolia? Yeah. They are great. I, I want to learn. Mongolia? No, I don't know Mongolia. that. Band. No, it's not The Who like a, a W H O. Right. It's H U. The H U. No, I don't know that band. It's great. You should. Um, then, I, as as the, the, the narcissist that I am, I was listening to some of my own stuff too. I, I do that sometimes. Nothing wrong with that. Christmas stuff. I was listening to the Christmas album of Andrea Bocelli. I love Andrea Bocelli. 
because I'm doing a Christmas song this year for the mm. first time, and it's going to be epic. And I'm, I'm taking a little bit of inspiration from his album. I was listening while I was working out today to the soundtrack of Rocky IV. Mm. And that's pretty much the stuff that I listen to. That. And there's, there's a bunch of Manowar stuff. Manowar, Manowar, Manowar. A lot of the ring soundtrack. Uh, so I have Sabaton. Like, I have a uh, music. I have a uh, movie tunes library where it's awesome. like all the themes to like all the movies <laughs> that I really love. A lot of John awesome. Williams in there. John Williams. Uh, Dude, I believe strongly that there's a ton of heavy metal out there that doesn't have any guitars. That doesn't mm. have any drums, doesn't have any bass. I posted the other day the soundtrack for Ben Hur. Man, mm. that stuff is heavy metal. It's heavy metal without guitars. And I gotta it admit, man, I got I love uh <laughs> the old Disney tunes. The old It's awesome. They're awesome. Like uh what was that? They're awesome. When Sebastian, like uh from the <laughs> Little Mermaid. Ah. Sha la 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 la, don't be shy. Yeah. Kiss Dude, the girl on that. Yeah. The, I have like soundtrack, a whole the soundtrack of Tarzan by Phil Collins. Dude. Oh, yeah. That stuff's some next level. I, my my favorite like, genre is, is hip hop. So I've got hip, more. Really? Are you a hip hop? You're a hip hop guy? Yeah. That's interesting. Well, I. I Grew up in Washington D.C. and then moved to Miami. And uh, like when we were in Miami, uh, there was a there was a group called Two Live Crew, right? And like they were, they were the they were the the hip hop artists that everybody bought because they were banned. They were the ones that got the uh, parental advisory sticker put on their album. <laughs> They're the ones that started all that stuff. And so. Like everyone had, if you're in Miami, you just had two live crew like that. And they were just so like, <laughs> they were like rated X music. I mean, it was like the first time you heard anything like that. So of course, you know, it must I'm have felt college. so edgy. Yeah. I'm like Man. in college. Dude, I'm in college in South Florida. Every day was at the beach. There's like bikini beaches, <laughs> a couple books, you know, it, it, it was, it was, it was spring break every day. I mean, it was, uh. Wow. That was Pretty much like, like I Brazil. can't even tell I can't even tell stories about that time. In my life. Like that was like really <laughs> it was unbelievable. Uh so those are rated M stories. <laughs> I mean <laughs> it just was like it was it was just so different to come down uh Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and you're just kind of like, this is how y'all live every single day. Like, holy crap, man. It was just uh yeah, if you live in a coastal town in Brazil, it's pretty much the same. I don't. I I live on a state that, that it doesn't have any. It's not in the coast. So yeah, I, I'm a Brazilian that doesn't have access to beaches. Well, Miami got <laughs> famous too because we started like the base movement, where you just like destroyed your car speakers. Oh, so is that, that your fault? So th yeah, and that's all you heard. You didn't hear. Like, let's be honest. The whole reason why you did that is because you wanted the neighbors to hear, and you you yeah. couldn't understand what was going on. They even sold like little earplugs 
for you. Yeah. So when you yeah. drive, you put it in. You want to make a statement. Go you want to make a social statement when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like everyone can start shaking. <laughs> um, you know, real quick. Or it's board for two dollars. Did I mention, Dan? You get to pick the music. LOL at the wedding. <laughs> Nick for five. So I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. Vask. I didn't mean to forget you. He doesn't feel I forgotten. I was kidding. I was yeah, kidding. He doesn't, he doesn't feel forgotten at <laughs> all. And let's see. For $10, John Wayne says, Dan, how big a Petra fan? And who is that? What is that? Sabaton? Did I say that right? Sab Sabaton. Sabaton fan are you? I grew up with Petra and found Sabaton a couple of years ago. And Dude, then uh, or it's for two dollars. Look up Power Gloves metal cover under the sea. Like they're giving you, they're giving you uh, awesome recommendations. So what about that question yeah. about about Petra Sabaton? Dude, huge! I'm huge into both. As I told the story, Petra was the reason I became a singer. It was my favorite band for a long time, for a few years, and then I got into heavier stuff. But it's still it's still a very important band to me. I still listen to it all the time. And Sabaton, it's actual, <clears throat> it's actual heavy metal being done in 2021. So yeah, it's pretty great. It's actual. It's what it, it's not pretty much traditional heavy metal because they put up the, their own spin into it. But I feel it has the same feeling as traditional heavy metal bands of the past, like like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, except Man of War. Sabaton does that in 2021, and most stuff that we get nowadays regarding heavy music is stuff like metalcore new metal, really more modern feeling stuff that kind of feels like a bunch of teenagers uh, angry at their grandmas because they didn't receive <laughs> their their ponies or, or something like that. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I love some of the music. Probably on, I never on, heard on of new them. Metal. Heavy metal wasn't really... Again, it's great. It was like, I love it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I love it was it. by the beach and everything. everybody played like chill. We're at the beach. I was sending some, some stuff to you. You know what I mean? After that <laughs> like, like, no one needed it. I will it educate like, you. We're at the beach, man. That's just like, you know. It's just, yeah. We played no, uh, Will Smith's Summertime, uh, like, over and over <laughs> every single day. Summertime. When I, when I go to the beach, I my family has sort of a, it's kind of a cottage home, but on, on the beach. And when I go there, it's like, I go, I, I go walk on the beach listening to those, yeah. those really fast and epic songs. And I feel like some epic pirate. I look at the sea and I go like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's interesting. The, the different, the different cultures, the different feelings, the different I mean, personalities. It, I, I think uh, a lot of it is sometimes people's, Music taste is—I mean, a lot of it's in their culture, yeah. And 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 usually at a young age, you kind of discover what you really, what really motivates you, uh, and and just gets you. I, I, there was stuff that you would I would buy just because it made my mom and dad mad. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily mean that I loved it, but it was just kind of like my so mom was a rebel back at 10 p.m. I'm gonna buy this music, <laughs> and I hope they see it in the car. You know, it's like yeah, it's like. Uh, yeah. A rebel yeah. teenager. Wow. Tom. Yeah. Who would have thought? Uh, Who would have thought? thought yeah. And then wow. like 10 years after that, I'm like living in foreign countries, building orphanages. So who would have? <laughs> and that, you see, that is the. Yikes. This is the funny, the funniest thing. 
What's the funniest story about music? Uh, was in was in Haiti after the earthquake. It was 2012, and we just brought. I had just brought a large team of construction workers, and they had just finished some kind of like housing complex or something like that. They had just finished, and and they were they were like they were like. Um, Jay, can you take them to the beach or something like they need a day of like they worked hard. Like these guys came and it was like they were working. My job was to make sure they had food and like they got to where they were going. They working 15 hour days. They were working like nasty hard. So I'm like, I never really took a group to the beach here. I don't know how safe it is. And then somebody talked me into they're like, I'll go to this beach. So we go. I take them out to this beach. We're all in the water. It's beautiful. Uh and there and it's i guess it's considered a public beach there was, there was hundreds of people in there there was hundreds of haitians they're all in the water and like we're in there too so we, and we're everybody and they, and they got a dj playing music they were playing uh music haitian music that we didn't you know didn't understand the language and stuff all of a sudden <laughs> the dj switches it up and starts playing justin bieber Baby, baby, baby. Oh. And every one of them, every one of them, from adults to children, that was in that water, from the people I brought to the Haitians to everyone else from other visitors, they started singing that song like super loud. Oh, damn. It was the oh. craziest thing. And I'm sitting there like <laughs> I'm sitting in the I'm sitting on the beach with with my buddy, and I'm like, will you look at that? Surreal. I was like, but you look at that. This is so unreal. <laughs> Everybody's just like, baby, baby, baby. That's like the only part of the song they knew. And so the DJ just kept playing that, like playing that part over and over. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, here no. I am in a country that just went through a terrible, a horrific, and yet they're at the beach. Everybody's singing. Uh it, it was like Americans, Haitians, there's Dominicans there, there was other people like. And everybody just stopped and sang Justin Bieber together. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> that, God, I was just like, what? This can't be real. And it's like, yeah. I'm just sitting back and like, we start laughing. And I'm like, I might as well get more alcohol because this is unbelievable. <laughs> I think that's the most un disliked video on YouTube, on the history of YouTube. People in the chat can fact check me on that. But... If I'm not Justin mistaken, Bieber's I think baby, that, baby, oh. that music video is the most disliked video on the history of YouTube. And that is about to go away. And then, really? To what? No, we won't be able to see dislikes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. So yeah. the history of the internet is about to be erased. Uh, it, was, it was crazy. And it was like, right. you remember that <laughs> song Gungam Style? Yeah, I do. That was Korean, right? That was a Korean yeah, singer. I believe so. Yeah, I think so. And that was like the most viewed video ever on YouTube was Gung. Yeah, Style. for like it was the most famous song ever for like three days. Listen, man. And then in people Haiti, forgot Dominican about Republic. It. I was in Cambodia. I was in like the bush of Cambodia, <laughs> and everybody knew that song. And you know yeah. what other song that they knew that was just recent that no matter where I went in the world, um, it was Gungam style. 
if I said that right, and it was Despacito. Everybody Despacito. knew Despacito, whether Despacito. they spoke Spanish or not. <laughs> it was Despacito was freaking everybody sang that song. So like, here I am like in the middle of nowhere, right? But the radio's yeah. on. They're like they're speaking a language I don't understand. But then and then all of a sudden Despacito comes on. I'm like, what are they doing playing that here? Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine being the composer of one of those songs? The amount of money you will make. I mean, I'm like a nobody. I do I I do I, I do stuff on YouTube for fun. Started like for fun, and I got a few million views on a video, and it changed my life. Yeah. Now, can you can you imagine someone that has a song playing billions and billions and billions of of times not only on the internet on streaming platforms but on radio tv must be insane must be absurd an obscene amount of money the ad revenue on a billion viewed video dude has to be in the millions probably has to be yeah there are a lot be. of factors involved like your yeah. your how how is it called your cpm yeah that that sort of stuff but yeah for sure an obscene amount of money no doubt about it uh that's that's because i mean i know people i i've spoken to people that's had millions of viewed videos and they were like i was like what did you make on that and it's just you kind of see you know i was like huh that's interesting <laughs> yeah and so it, it's like good for you man like you work hard at it you sh that that's the that's the benefit of the reward yeah do um, you know anybody who has one billion views in a video no i can't think of anybody i'm sure there yeah, are I, i'd love to get there <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'd like to do some some stupid video where i fall down what the steps of and it gets a billion views <laughs> Falling off the steps. Yeah, I was about like to that. ask you. I was about to ask what kind of video would get him a billion views. <laughs> You're falling off the steps, probably. <laughs> I know. It's just like what? It's it... no, but seriously, what kind of video would get a billion views? Probably some music video, because music has a lot of replay value. So you don't necessarily oh, yeah, reach like... out to we... one billion people because each no. one of those people might have heard it like a hundred times. Well, that's the thing like on youtube music that i have you can hit the like and it goes to your like playlist yeah and you play i what i i'll play it like every day for a month you know yeah. and so thousands of times know, thousands of yeah, views from the so same there's person a lot of uh, a lot of people that um that'll and it'll stay in my playlist as long as i have youtube music so i'm sure they get a percentage of that so yeah. i mean that's that's how that goes real quick demogenite for two dollars thank you so much d uh, I've had two 15s in a bandpass box with 1,000 watt. Ad. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, back when, that's why we're all deaf. That's why our generation is all deaf, Dimaj and I. David Neal for 20. Thank you so much. Just hail to the chat. Hail Dan. Hail Jay. Hope everyone is well. Thank you so much hail. Uh, for the $20, man. I appreciate you guys so much. <laughs> and Mike likes tacos for five. Have you guys seen the, who is no, I don't know what is that. I don't even know how I can pronounce that. Niango. Niango Star Video. Niango Star Video. No, I have not. It, am I saying that correctly, chat? 
Nyango. N-Y-A-N-G-O. I think so. I think you're saying it right. I have not. Sometimes I have to look up Mike. Thank you for the thank you for uh the super chats. So um question for you. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody that you want to work with? Oh, dude. You. Let's. You want to work with me? Let's a, yeah, let's do a piano and voice All right. thing. All right, so we'll get that together. So now that that's off your checklist, <laughs> is there somebody else that you like look up to and you're like... Uh, oh, dude. Eric Adams from Manowar. Mm. Singer of Manowar. Michael Kiske from Halloween. And but, but not only singers and musicians, but YouTubers, just like regular YouTubers too. I would I would love to do something with PewDiePie someday. That's a guy that inspired me for a long time. I used to watch this his videos every day to try to to reverse engineer what he was doing. So yeah. But Most see, of the people I watch. And how does it feel to know, like, you know what's cra- like for me, I, and this isn't like a, people will take it, always take it the wrong way. Um, the first time I got recognized out in public was something else, right? Really cool. I'm sorry. It was really cool. All right. It, it is. It was really cool. Totally. And, it happened, man, where did it happen? It happened in Florida, actually. And it and they just walked up and they're like, are you drunk 3PO? I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, do I owe you money or something? Like what? Like, <laughs> and they're like, can so we just get selfie? When was that? And like, uh, when was that? it was before it was, uh, la- it was, um, 2019. It was in 2019. And then it, it happens a lot now at the theme parks because I'm always there. But um, but it, the first time was really special. I called my, I like called everybody. Somebody recognized me, man. Like somebody. Exactly. And then, <laughs> and then uh, the worst part was we took the selfie and the guy sent me an email of the selfie and I looked terrible. I'm all like, you know, like, <laughs> It's like the worst. Yeah. And I'm like, I but it made you. I looked at it and I was like, dang, I need to like go back. Like I gotta hit the gym a little harder, maybe eat a little bit better, maybe practice on my smile a little bit. Like practice maybe. on my smile. <laughs> I imagine Jay on the mirror, right? Oh man, it looked the picture looked hard. And I sm- like I think my smile is ridiculous. Like I think it looks like uh, see, like my eyes get all good. Like it's just like like that's my Man, smile. You're just, and, uh, no, no, you you have one of the greatest smiles on YouTube, dude. <laughs> Seriously, I think I look. I think it looked like, like somebody like punched me like really hard in the kidney. I'm like, uh, no you know, way. Saw, uh, like that. No but, way. But yeah, but I imagine, remember my first so, time too. So Dan Vasquez had probably a hundred million, maybe fifty million, maybe fifty million, hundred million. What's how many what? total views have you had? Like total, let's check that right now. I don't know. Um, all, I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, imagine 
knowing that 50 million people have seen your face. Yeah, as I as I told you, it's not necessarily okay. I have seventy eight million views, but it's not necessarily seventy eight million people that watch. No, my video. that's okay. So that's why I'll bring it back. All right, we'll, all right, we'll say thirty. I'll give you thirty. Dude, that's still insane. That's that's bigger than it some is, countries. I d- I don't mean that it's not insane. It is insane. Yeah, it's like have seen your face. I think you know what I mean. I think to this to this day, I still haven't got the complete grasp. Of that it. was my question. Have you? How do you? Do you keep yourself humble? Do you? Is it just? It, do you not? Pay I don't think I'm humble at all. Or, or do you? Uh, do you not think I, about it? Do you not think about like thirty million people I've seen. Yeah, you you just need to get away from the from the from the bubble of compliments and. And he, as we were talking about earlier, don't start believing what people say about you. Yeah, yeah. Because they only see the best part of you, the part that you put forward in front of them for them to appreciate. That's what they see and that's what they think you are. You're not that. That's a persona. Not that you're lying to them, but they're not seeing you on your vulnerable moments when you're angry. Yeah. When you're, well, some people. When you're human. Yeah. Well, some people follow me on Twitter, so they've seen plenty of nasty stuff from me. I but know. yeah, you know what I mean. When you're internet, when you're in the internet, you have a filter. You want to put forward your best stuff. People see that, and they get a wrong impression of who you are. They think you're better than who you are. You are who you actually are, and you cannot believe the image that they pro- portray of you. Again, we appreciate the love so much. And part of part of appreciate appreciating that love is to know that you're not that in reality. You're not this perfect guy. You're, you're not this awesome person all the time in your personal life. You have faults. You have imperfections. You wake up in the morning look like looking like crap, and you well, you need speak to for yourself. God damn it! You see that. <laughs> No, and I'm and I'm saying I'm saying here that I'm not humble. <laughs> Just, man, That's a confident man, right there. I wish like a, more people online would understand that we're all human. Yeah, and that we're gonna make mistakes. That I'm gonna tweet something that was way out of my was stupid because I I, yeah. I went off emotion. I'm gonna put out a video that people are gonna be like, "Dang, Jay, that ain't like you." Or I'm gonna say it's just. Humans, man, we have flaws. Yeah. We, it, we can't be on 24 hours a day, and we have haters that rile us up all the time. Uh, yeah. But Dan Bass doesn't have it. any haters. Do you have any haters, Dan? Dude, I'm, I'm, it's absurd. But my, my actually, my my like to dislike ratio is pretty good. It's a, it's always above 98%. I When I do something egregious that that, that doesn't count as a hater i'm talking about someone in your comment section that's just like you suck like your voice is terrible like why are people watching you like i remember one particular guy when i did the video for and i did a led zeppelin cover and i had like ten thousand subs a guy commented like this guy will never be a star he said mm. those those words, and I said to myself, "Dude, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna delete that. I need to find that channel today. I need to that that comment today. I need to find that comment. 
I said, I will not delete that comment because when I'm big, I will respond to it. When I'm big, I will find that comment and and I will respond to it. And that, yeah, that's kind of childish. All right, then yeah, here's what you do: like fun. you just find it later and then post it on yeah. Twitter, and we'll all we'll all have <laughs> yes. we'll all have a laugh. Um, my when well, I, definitely yeah, lots one of, of my, haters. If you if you don't have any haters, you you're, yeah. doing, you're not doing something significant. You're not doing something meaningful. Meaningful. My uh, one of the. I don't like. I get a lot of hate comments all the time, and but Dude, let me say. Sorry to interrupt you. I got a oh, lot no, of no, hate. I, my number of haters multiplied when I started to hang out with you guys. Just saying. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Why am I yeah. not surprised? I get yeah. that comment all the time. Like really, too, like why are you with them? And I'm like, I am with, I'm part of them. Like, what are you talking about? So, and it, and it, you changed. <laughs> Sorry, I, I interrupted. No, you. you're right. It's like they say, it, there was one guy that was really popular in Star Wars, like Star Wars media. And he came across my channel and I had like 2,000 subscribers. And he, and he wrote this whole, essay in the comments section i'm not gonna say his name because some people will know exactly who he is um and then he went on twitter and like he basically said my backdrop looks like pretty much i got it from a yard sale uh my microphone is terrible the guy's hideous looking um, <laughs> he, just, he went through like a list He's like, he'll never make it on you. He, I'll be surprised if he ever hits 5,000 subscribers. It, he it, tried it hard. through a list. And he went through this whole list of how bad my channel is and how I should quit. And, and he was just laughing and, and all this stuff. And when I was with Gina Carano, he sent me a message. Really? Yeah. Why did he say it? Hey, I'd love to have you come on my channel and we could Shit. talk about your experience with the Mandalorian actress. Man, it's I a trap. Back to, I went back to that comment and I clipped it out and I emailed, I just emailed that back to him. And then he sent me a huge apology. Damn. <laughs> wow. And I just never responded back. That must I have just tasted left it like, like I just left honey. it like it is. Gemma, and it, wow. it was like it was a moment where I was kind of like, ah. <laughs> right? I know how it is. I know how it is. I had people. I did. I don't have an experience like that with haters. Like a hater, an actual hater, trying to work with me. But what happened to me was people that when I was like ten thousand, twenty thousand subs, I emailed them, um, just. Like asking for advice and or uh, and perhaps asking for a collab and not like hey give me a shout out put me on on your channel and just I wasn't asking for something for nothing I was actually offering something in exchange for the collab not money but yeah. I was actually like like offering um how how can I say I I offered to make the, the, the guy's life easier. Yeah, I like. Hey, I'll take care of everything. I'll take care of editing. I'll take care of the instrumental. I'll take care of everything, and you can just record the vocals and take the week off. 
and the people never responded to me. And then when I'm half a million subscribers in my channel, they email me asking for a collab. So yeah. yeah, that's that's a pretty good feeling. And I don't I think feel... the, I think the guy forgot. Like he just was mad. Probably. And... Probably. Yeah. Because I was I was talking about him, you know, about his Star Wars <laughs> Star Wars. His Star Wars take and and he had the right to respond. I don't like get mad and be like, oh, how dare you? It was like, all right, he made his piece, but he really went like he didn't wasn't happy. Um wow. but yeah, I think he forgot who I was and then So that that <laughs> That hate that he got you was a response to a uh, a question that you made. Is that what I understand? Uh, so I was doing videos on um, Galaxy's Edge when I started before it opened. At right. Because I was right near the Disney parks, and I was like one of the only YouTubers doing it because not too many people had information on it. And I had some information about uh, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. I, I, I kind of broke this story that they weren't going to be in the park. They, they like right. it, it was about sequel. It was about Ray, and then I think I remember he, when, when he that went off. He went off this little rail thing about oh, this guy's wrong. He's an idiot. Like he don't know what he's talking. Like look at his setup. He has no money. Like how can a guy? Basically, he judged my information by the crap, which it was. I was recording. I set my phone up. I set a, I set an iPhone eight up. And I had a microphone that didn't work. I faked it and recorded <laughs> videos that way. That's called ad hominem. It was. A, and a I, fallacy called I didn't have, hominem. like, I just had a plain wall. Like, I didn't have, like, money to do any of this stuff. I was a full-time school teacher and doing a lot of things. Anyway, so he just was like, it was like he was angry that he didn't get that information before I did. <laughs> but I knew, because I live so close, like, I knew people were building it like i knew them like they were in my neighborhood you know so they were constantly dropping stuff like saying hey jay you know what they're not going to put this in the park they're not doing it so i would like you know i would come out and then it, it would be released and but still my channel was small it only it got the how many music. subs did you have at that time two thousand. so it was like um you know, it 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 was like how many I was like subs I was like, who was I that you? How many subs did this guy have? Yeah, can you say that? Uh, if you don't, it's okay. I like three hundred at the time, maybe three hundred fifty thousand. Now I think they're at like five hundred thousand. So if it so you were living rent free on on the head of a yeah. three hundred thousand subs YouTuber. That's quite an accomplishment. Ah, I, it was all new <laughs> to me. Anna asked, what hurt more drunk, that comment or my yawn? No, Anna, that Star Wars girl, is a famous YouTuber for those that are listening on Spotify. That's up, Anna. And I looked up to her like I did, Dan, as some YouTube celebrity. I didn't really know her. I was a very, very small YouTube channel, but she kind of knew who I was. And she invited me on her channel one time. And I was scared to death. I was so scared that I went and like changed. I put on a clean shirt. She sent the link. She goes, "Oh, drunk Deepus," and then she was really tired. She was up on it, and like she goes, "Oh, drunk Deepus here. Hey, you want a link?" And I'm like, "What?" 
So I went and put on a <laughs> shirt, had a hat on. Like I was like, I went to the bathroom and washed my face. And like, I made sure like, this is my big shot, you know, on a, a job interview. Yeah. It was like a big channel. Like nobody knows who I am at the time. Like nobody know nothing. Like I'm still not really anyway. It's like a big thing. She sends a link. And I, I I click on I'm like I'm I'm really nervous because my setup sucks. I'm like on this little two hundred dollar laptop from Walmart. It's all I had. Twenty dollar webcam, all this wow. stuff. And so and she's like, Hi, drunk do you feel first time on my channel? And I'm like, Hi, thank you for having me. She looks at me, she just goes, <laughs> like the biggest yawn, and I'm just sitting there like <laughs> And then she just goes, she goes, I know I just brought you on, but I'm really tired. And like, uh, we're going to stop the street. <laughs> she looked, like, she looked at your clean shirt. We don't know how clean that like, was. She looked at your oh. setup and she, she said, oh, and then she, she was like, go subscribe to Drunk's channel, everyone. All right. Thank you all. And she just ended it. She goes, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm really tired. And I'm like. It's no problem. Oh, sorry, I'm so tired. Oh, gotta go. Bye. And so I didn't hear from her for like months, right? I didn't hear from her. And so I was like, damn, I really I was like, I really made a great impression. Halloween comes around, right? Halloween. And uh, I don't know what I'm doing with my channel. I want to do something funny. So I dress up like Fat Thor for halloween <laughs> right and i listen i had like no subs like like literally i'd go live in front of six people which is fine like everybody starts you know yeah so i got this big bag of chips i think that live stream is still on the channel by the way but it's unlisted awesome so i have to find it uh i was dressed from head to toe full costume i set the camera up at my couch it was halloween day and I turn on the live stream and I don't say anything. I'm literally just watching TV, eating chips as Thor. And people were coming in like, oh, my God, it's like fat Thor. Like, really? like I wouldn't say anything in the chat. I just was eating <laughs> chips, watching TV. And I just had it was like uh, they were just watching me like, you know, like eating chips. Why? Uh, was that on purpose? Yeah, it was like it was it was just... like he was really popular at the time because of Endgame. And right. And it was just like other people were doing that. Like they were just like kind of turning on like the webcam and like you were just watching what they were doing. They weren't like interacting. Yeah, and that so, was a thing for a while, right? Yeah, so I was doing How that. Weird. So a lot of people were, a lot of people I didn't know were coming in because I titled it Fat Thor Eats Chips or something like that. <laughs> and so it actually helped my channel a little bit. And then lo and behold, lo and behold, Anna, that Star Wars girl shows up. And I like catch her and I'm like, oh, I got to make a, I got to like uh, make an impression again because she's never <laughs> talked to me since that day. So I told the same story about how she yawned and like kicked me off the stream. And In order to that, make a better impression, you told the story <laughs> about like, the bad impression she had. I'm dressed, as, I'm dressed as Fat Thor and I'm like, oh, there's Anna the Star Wars girl. You know what she did to my boy, Jay? Like, this is what she did. And I'm, I'm talking about myself in the third person. And it was so stupid. <laughs> I'm like, why? All these people in the chat are, like, laughing. And I'm like, who is this idiot? Like, what am I watching? Like, what is he doing? Like, how does Anna know this fool, this imbecile? And so I'm like, 
And then when she left, I just turned off the camera. Like, I didn't even say anything. I was like, well, that was fun. I just turned it off. And then <laughs> I think she, uh, my face she was so impressed. She finally met. She, like, she's followed me on Twitter, like, after that. And I was like, oh, yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, this guy's so weird. I got to follow him. It was like, it was, I don't know what I was doing. Like, when you're starting out, you got to be. That was great. It's all about experimentation. You know, like yeah, experimenting. I, I literally had no idea what I was doing, and and it was just. But that's that's know. the deal. That's the deal. You gotta always change, change your perspective, change your approach. If you're if you're not growing, change your game plan and analyze mm. it and adjust and change again. At the beginning, is it's all about the experimentation and trying new stuff. People, people need to be less afraid of, of, of disappointing their 300 subs by trying new stuff. Um, so let me, the last thing before we end, and then we're going to, we're going to do a, but that was, that was an awesome story. Anna, Anna said it was adorable. She it was adorable. That. Uh, DJ <laughs> Dyer, sure Wolf for five. Dan, the band she's gone, uh, belongs to is Steel Heart. Uh, their singer is my favorite singer. Agree on not giving that much of yourself to a woman. I said it was a great song musically. Yeah. So, yeah, and don't don't be offended. Did they die? Did die? Wolf for two. Cover as much Steelheart songs as you want to, bro. Yeah. That's I would do a She's Gone cover non simp version. I would do um, it. <laughs> Dr. Rachel Lindbergh for $5. If we're talking about non music YouTubers, I'd love to see Dan work with Markiplier. I love I think him. that would be surprisingly good collab. Uh, the video game, the guy who does video games, got like 26 million subscribers, Markiplier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Radio for $2 says Dan gets weird stalkers. Man, I have Dude. a stalker story to tell you, but we'll I'll save it for my YouTube members. It was... Uh, uh, that is a part of scary. what it we was do scary that I don't like at and all. Everything. It was, yeah, that, that's the part of it. The thing that's scary for me, and then I want you to answer this last question. Like The thing that right. about stalkers was uh, I'm always, like, I go live, like, from theme parks so people know where I'm, like. Ah, that's super dangerous. Yeah. Like, they can find me. At least you're on public and yeah, a lot of people I mean, around you. You got to go through like metal detectors and all that stuff but still yeah. it's like it can follow you back to your car man yeah um oh, you know d-day dire wolf for two desimplify all the songs you can uh desimplify i like that desimplified version the sexiest man on youtube yeah that's right i want a poll by the way so you did it <laughs> dan if there was someone out there that's thinking about starting something but they, they're like, they're afraid, you know, like they're like, Jay, lost you for a sec. Hey, my back. Okay. Yeah. You're back. Yeah. Go ahead. If there's someone out there that's think about starting something. Hey, I lost you again. I lost you.
Am I still alive, though? My, there's a bad storm over here. Am I back? You're back. You're back. It might do it again. Like every time. So it's you. Every yeah, okay. it's me. Like there's a bad storm. Like right now, I could hear like the lightning. <laughs> and I was alone with your chat. It was scary. Don't do that again. Yes, you're doing it again. Okay. Yeah, dance Brazilian internet still works. All right, people, let's have let's have a conversation, just you and me. It's the Dan Vask show. That's right. Phantom Mercenary. <laughs> Stop laughing. All right, just answer the question in case it goes out again. What would you tell someone who wants to start something? What would you tell them? Yeah, I got I'm it. waiting for this to pass. <laughs> God, uh, it shall pass. Well, what I tell myself often, what I did tell myself when I was starting this, and I was analyzing the risks, I was analyzing what it would take, and it, you, you get that that cold on your belly. You, you get that that fear, really, of hey, people will ridicule me, my family will ridicule me. It won't work. And by the way, I didn't have any reason to think that because my family was always supported. My friends were, were always supported. But you feel that anyway. And I get that. And it's normal. But I say, think about what you want and the risks involved. The risks are scary. But I think what is more, what is even more scary is what your life will be like if you don't do it. If you don't do those things you know you should do in order to make your dreams work, in order to make to transform your dreams into goals, think about how your life will be if you don't do it. And be more afraid of that. Be more disgusted and scared and and be more afraid of that outcome. Because it is more scary. It is scary to be mediocre, to be average. I, to me, at least. It's the scariest thing in the world. Just to be forgotten. And to not, to not be happy. Dude, imagine someone on their, on their deathbed. Imagine you on your deathbed, realizing you were never happy, you were never realized, you were never fulfilled. Doesn't that scare you more than whatever it is that you're afraid of that it are, that is keeping you from starting? It should. It should. So that's what I would say. Also, it's not a storm by my house. It's actually the water sprinkler. Is there a fire? <laughs> no, like for the lawn. Okay. It's not supposed to turn on this early. I don't know why it's on. <laughs> and why is it affecting your internet? <laughs> it might not be it at all. It might just it might just yeah, be crappy it... internet. <laughs> usually when it's usually when it storms, 
like it'll stop but i'm like i can hear it raining but it's like that ain't the rain man that's like the so we have like these yeah but it seems so, fine now it, it was feels just, so stupid it was just a hiccup oh lord help me i think that's uh everyone's making fun of me in the chat i rightfully so rightfully so um usually those sprinklers don't come on yeah. till like four in the morning i can hear okay. like I, need to install I wouldn't have some said anything. Them. Yeah, you're right. All right. Sorry. All right, I'm just going to edit all this part out so people on Spotify don't hear. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I think that is uh, absolutely incredible. Be more afraid of what will happen if you don't do it. Um, absolutely. It's dreadful, actually. You don't need to. You. It's not a, lo a lot of effort. It's not a lot of mental effort to be afraid of that. Because it's, it's actually something dreadful. To imagine afraid, yourself. People are afraid to put themselves out there because of what what will my family think? What will my friends think? What will what will Dan Vass think of me? What will this person think of me? What <laughs> you know, it's like it's I I I love that theory of um if you're afraid of that, be more afraid of what will happen if you don't do it. Yeah, it's That's all about it's all about risk management i mm. think is a lot more risky to live an unfulfilling life man amen on that uh i agree a couple more super chats and then we're gonna be done dan have you seen rockstar with mark Wahlberg? i haven't and i know that's insanity like uh, a rock singer on youtube never saw that movie but yeah i should i put it on um, my list Greg for five says, love Dan Vask. Love his shirt too. Dan, will you guest star on my D&D channel, Art of the Role? Art Question of the mark. Role. Email me. Dan, uh, DanVask.com slash... No. What is my email? Oh, shit. Go to, go to my website, DanVask.com. My email is there. Contact at DanVask.com. That's my email. Email me. Yeah, his um, YouTube channel is in the description. Awesome. You can find it there and find all his... Kiss my grass strikes again for five dollars from Patrick. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happens. That's uh, from your law stream. Lawnmower and lawnmower yeah. stream. <laughs> I have so much editing to do with this. Uh... <laughs> Our channel is on Twitch. Forgot to mention, says Greg for two dollars. Yeah, send him an email. Yeah, Dan, Dan's very approachable, unlike other people that I know. <laughs> uh dj direwolf for five you should that person who sings for him in the movies is steel hearts vocalist awesome i didn't know that cool yeah that's one of those things well i want to uh me and dan are going to hang out for a little bit longer and talk if you'd like to hear more of the conversation think about becoming a youtube channel member or a patreon uh Ooh, dan, some grifting over there i like it i like it uh, cool capitalist <laughs> awesome but thank you for being here dan we'll have you back i can't awesome. wait and um please do invite me more Seriously. oh yeah we have a lot to we have so like i have a whole list of stuff we didn't even get to <laughs> uh we didn't even get to yet yeah so, i talk a lot it, no i love it though i love it we almost went two hours the longest one yet so we'll go from there but you guys have an awesome 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 monday i'll be back on the podcast tomorrow with 
an artist. So, and we out. You do that daily. Thanks for listening. We hope you were inspired today. To hear more of the conversation, check out our Patreon or become a member of the channel. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you in the next episode. And welcome to the rebellion.